Gemara Ta'anit Daf Begin today's Daf and Chavdal Ramudbet, and we are the bottom of the Gemara. There, three lines from the bottom. We are in the midst of telling uh, stories about the great Rabbi called Rabbi Hanina Ben Dosa. So the Gemara says, Amar of Yehuda Marav. Every day a heavenly voice comes out The whole world receives the Panasan account of My son Hanina Beni But my son, my son Hanina He doesn't even eat bread He lives in great Tzimtzum The whole week He just eats one measure of Harubim the wife of Hamina bin Dosa, she used to heat the oven on every eight of Shabbat. That's when they had bread. Shabbat, so she would heat the oven up. And she would throw into the oven over here uh, like a smoke bomb, some type of a spice that brings a lot of smoke over there. As if, as if, as if she's uh, uh, baking the bread. And she didn't even have dough, but she's embarrassed. Everybody's baking in the in the hodge in the in the hasid. All the ladies are baking dough, and she doesn't have dough, so she has to make it as if there's something in the oven. So she put the smoke bomb in there, and the smoke came up. And was, oh, she's baking something. Anyway, what does it say? She's embarrassed. As she says on top, she had a bad neighbor. Amra Mechdi. She says, let me think here for a second. I know she doesn't have anything. There's nothing in that oven. She has no uh, no bread. She has no food. My kule hai. There's all the smoke coming out. What was his business? So she went and she uh, she knocked on uh, knocked on the door. Ichsefa. So she got uh, she got embarrassed. She knew that uh, she's embarrassing her. So when Rav Hayyab bin Dosa saw the neighbor, she got embarrassed. She's going to tell everybody that there's nothing in the oven. Vaila Indrona. Indrona, she went into her room. It abid la nisa. A miracle happened to her. The hajal tenuram lahma. The oven actually was filled with bread. Ve'agana malil isha. And her kneading bowl was filled with dough. Amrallah, so the neighbor tells uh, Mrs. Uh, the Rebbitson. Planita, planita. Mrs. Plonit. Aite masa. Go bring the, uh, the, the masa, like the, uh, the shovel, in order to take the bread out of the oven. Your bread is going to burn. Amrallah. So the wife of Hani Rabbin said, what do you think I went into my house for? I went to get the shovel. So you think that she's lying? The Gemara says, no, Tana. She actually went in Miracles happened to her. So she knew I should make a miracle. I'm not going to let her get embarrassed. So she actually went in. She had so much bitachon. Don't worry, I should make a miracle. So she went in. She believed it. And it happened. The next story. Amra one day his wife said, it's we're going to have over here. They lived in great poverty. So she says, how long are we going to suffer in this poverty? So the rabbi said, what do you want me to do? 
בערך המעד נדבו לאחמידה פרי לקדוש ברוך הוא that will give us, uh, give us something let him throw us something so בערך המעד יצתה כמין פיסת יד like a hand came out of the שמיים ויעבו לאחד קראה דפתונה דדהבה and all of a sudden a golden leg as if it came from a table was brought down anyway after that time he says, uh, I saw Bechelma in a dream that came to me. And Olamaba, the tzaddikim, are going to eat from a table that has three legs. And you, our table only has two legs. Meaning they cashed us out, they gave us a piece of our Olamaba. So she says, or he says to his wife, Banana peturada mehsar. Are you okay with that? That everybody should eat from a regular table, and our table should be chaser. Amra le umay na abid. Is that what we do? We have it already. Ba'ira hamed yishkelim inach. Says I'll pray and they'll take it away. Ba'ira hamed yishakluha. He prayed to Borei Olam and he took it back. Tana gadol ayanes acharon yotim in arishon. The second miracle is even greater than the first miracle. The gemiri we have a tradition. The mehab you have it. Mishkal, no shekle. They give, but they don't. There's no refunds, and therefore, once the Kedusha made a decree, letova, good decrees, they don't retract. I'm bad decrees here. So this was a good decree. Gave mispat nasa. Miracle was the Borei Olam reversed a a good decree. So the Gemara says the greater miracle was that they refunded it and, uh, and then they gave them in the first place. We want to explain this Gemara. What's the what's the depth of this Gemara? that the second miracle of taking it back was greater than the first miracle of giving it. So we explained it according to a, a mashal. If a person, for example, uh, he gets a certain, uh, a certain very, uh, very uh, rare medicine, and the medicine uh, has to be administered with clean hands, and has to be administered in a, you know, a clean environment and all that because it's very, very delicate. And if it comes in contact with any of the environment, it automatically becomes tainted. So they have to keep the medicine in a hermetically sealed uh, uh, tube, and they have to make sure that the doctor is wearing uh, special gloves, and they have to make sure everything is sterilized because uh, the medicine, if it becomes a little uh, in contact with the environment, it becomes spoiled. Uh, so, what happens? Uh, somebody doesn't realize this and uh, opens the cap where the medicine's in, and now they say, "Okay, we want to use it. It's too late. Uh, we cannot use this over here. No refunds. It's it's ruined already." So that we can understand when it comes to that mashal that it becomes uh, compromised. Lavdiyil, this leg that came from the table came from Olam Abba. so obviously it's not a regular regular piece of gold over here this gold over here, eventually it turned into gold but in Olam Abba it was some sort of spiritual uh, reward that as it came down the pipes it eventually turned into a, a piece of gold but in Olam Abba there's no gold but it took on a, a shape now it's clear that Olam Abba is the most uh, hermetically sealed environment of Kedushah 
Olam Abba cannot tolerate any anything that's tainted or anything that Hazrat Shalom becomes uh, compromised. So it's very clear that once a piece of Olam Abba comes down to Olam Azeh, it's tainted. You cannot bring it back. It's already contaminated. The Gashmiyut of Olam Azeh, just the mere fact that it comes down to this world, it came in contact with so much uh, you know, toxins of this world, it's not, you, you cannot refund it. You cannot bring it back to Allah Baba. It's got to be uh, you know, purged into some mikveh. You can, can never do it. The Hidush over here was that that's in the world. But the house of Rabbi Hanina bin Dosa was Me'in Olam Abba. And therefore they said, in your house over here, only from your house we can refund it. Because it did not get any compromise. That the way that Hanina bin Dosa lived his life, this was already, you're, 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 you're in Olam Azeh, but you have the Kiddushah of Olam Abba. So, so therefore, we could take it, exactly, you're in a sterile environment already. So therefore, for you, so that's a great, great miracle. Because normally, there's no refunds. Once they take something out of Olam Abba, they, they, can never, they can never take it back on the shelf. It'll never allow. But in this case, that's the way he was able to, to live on that state. That's a hadush that we said this year. Comes the Gemara and says another story. Had Shabbat, his daughter, she was a little depressed. Why are you depressed? I made a mistake. By mistake, I poured the vinegar instead of the oil. And now it's Shabbat. So now what? I can't. If it wasn't Shabbat, I could switch it. But now it's Shabbat already. So now what am I going to do? The Lerot are not going to light. I made a mistake. I put the vinegar instead of the oil. And now, how long is it going to last? As long as the wick lasts. Once already the wick goes down to the vinegar, it's going to go out. So he says, now we're stuck. What are you worried about? What's the same God that makes the oil light will make the vinegar light. Well, it's a problem to the Bore Olam. Now did it light? It lit the whole Shabbat. They used it for Havdalah. They had to put it out because already was uh, uh, the whole time over there. Amazing. So he says over here that she. Uh-huh. That they lit from that candle a candle for Abdallah. But that one itself would be extinguished. He didn't want to benefit from the net itself, so they didn't use it for Abdallah. They, they lit the one. Huh? Look at the fire from it. Yeah, but it's, a new, it's Ish Hadash. It's always a new fire. Yeah, it's a new fire. It seems that he was more Makfid not to enjoy from the miracles, but his wife seemed to enjoy the miracles. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, he taught her. Which is an amazing thing. That's what they answer. They use this Gemara, the Balim Musar, the Saba from Kelim. 
he uses this Gemara to answer the famous question of the Bet Yosef on Hanukkah. The Bet Yosef says on Hanukkah there was a miracle they found a jug of oil that was able to last for one night. And the miracle was that it lasted for eight nights. So therefore, we make an eight-day holiday. So the Bet Yosef asks, hold it. They had enough to last for one night. So the first night wasn't a miracle. So the holiday should only be seven days. This is the famous Bet Yosef's question. So the Sabbath from Kelm answered that the first night we're commemorating the miracle that all your lights. That's a, we take it for granted. We think that why well, you put oil in a in, in a cup, you put a wick there. Well, this is uh, we expect it. Why, you, why, why should happen? The scientists still don't know why oil lights. They can tell you what's happening, combustion. A, but they can't tell you why doesn't this happen when you put apple juice in the in the thing. We don't know why. This happens, this doesn't happen. They can explain why orange juice doesn't have the same property. Uh, This is what happens. They give you all the interpretations, but why this happens with oil and vinegar? Now, if we put vinegar in a a cup, you say, wow, that's already a ness. What, and chim is not a ness? And oil is not a ness? The ness of the nature that we, it's only because we're used to it. So uh, the the rabbi said, and would be always like that, that we don't get uh, impressed from sunrise. And the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. Uh, it's normal to us. But if one day the sun would rise in the west, say, wow, uh, we get excited from uh, something that's out of the table. But is, is it less a miracle if the sun rises in the west and the sun rises in the east? It's the same miracle of, uh, of the table. So he says, that's the miracle in Hanukkah. The first night we're commemorating that when you put the flame to oil, that it works. This is worthy to make a, a, a celebration on its own. Next story of Rav Hanina bin Dosa. Rabbi Hanina bin Dosa. Abu Lohanach Izeh. He had goats. Amruleh. So the neighbors told Rav Hanina bin Dosa about his goats. Come of Sedan. Your goats, they are uh, grazing into other people's fields. And they're ruining our fields. They're stealing. So Hanina bin Dosa said, these guys are liars. That's not so. He was very careful that his goats don't go into other fields. It's time they're making a false claim. So he made a deal with them. He said, If it's true that my animals are going into other people's uh, properties, so let the dube, what's dube? They say bears, but he says it's the wolves. Let the wolves come and eat the uh, sheep or the, the goats. But if it's not true, let each one of these goats come back with a wolf between his horns which is not normal the wolf eats the, the goat the goat does not power over the anyway what happened now obviously between his horns means dead that means each one is going to kill a wolf and bring it back what do you think happened that night each one of the goats of the Hayyam bin Dosa came back with a <coughs> with a wolf between his horns. Next story. Uh, the bin Dosa had a neighbor. She was building a house. Anyway, she built the house because it had a contract that wasn't such a good contract. There wasn't such a good builder. The beam that he used was too small. 
he miscalculated so the beams did not reach the ends of the house so they're building it so half the house now on both sides doesn't have uh, doesn't have support so what does she do? she goes to the rabbi well, what's the rabbi going to do? she goes to the rabbi listen my beams don't uh, don't reach the end the beams don't reach the walls so he says to her, what's your name? Amra le Aiku. Amar, Aiku. Nimtu Aiku, your beams should reach the walls. Tana, Egiu achi yatsu amalekan amalekan. Now that they reach the walls, but they extended. Outside, on both sides. Amma. Veyeshomrim sinipin asaum. Which means... Uh, wasn't an extension, but uh, pieces of like wood were added to the beams. Not that they extended themselves, but like wood was added to the beams themselves to make them to make them reach. Okay, either way they reached. Tanya, Plimo Omer, Anida Iti Oto Abayit. Plimo says, I guess what? I saw the house. I saw the beams. That's a strange house. With the, why are the beams longer than the house? That's the house that Rabbi Harinab bin Dosa beamed with his tefillah. Yeah, meaning he made it longer. He went out, he went outside the, to show the miracle. Can I? Now the Gemara says a story. Where Rabbi Harinab bin Dosa mechen Abu Luizim. But not not because he was poor. But it's uh, halachically uh, impossible to have uh, goats. In Eretz Yisrael, why? First of all, ani have it. Number one, he didn't even have food to eat, so that's a problem. As he have goats, he doesn't even have bread. The old Amru Hakamim and Megadelim beMadaka Eretz Yisrael. We're not allowed to grow uh, graze uh, sheep or goats in Eretz Yisrael because they eat a lot and they damage the crops and they damage the fields. And therefore, he's not going to go. He's not going to go against the halacha. Amar ibn Haas. He said, I'll tell you where he got the goats. The goats is a story. One day, somebody came to the house of Rabbi Harinab ben Dosa. He forgot his chickens. He left his chickens by the rabbi. He forgot them. So the rabbi found the chickens. So she goes to the rabbi, what do we do with these chickens? You're not allowed to eat from the eggs because it's not ours. Somebody's going to come along and claim it. So you have to just store the eggs and save them. Anyway, what happened? Now the whole house, obviously they didn't live in a big house. And now all of a sudden there's all eggs all over the place. They don't do the eggs. And what? What? It became a big burden to deal with these uh, chickens. So what did they do? They found halakha. Umakharan, they sold the chickens. He sold them and he bought goats. So they weren't his. They were something that he was waiting for the for the owners to come and uh, redeem. So that's how he got the goats. Anyway, what happened? So so one time, the guy walked by the Harinab bin Dosa's house, the guy who lost the chickens. 
This is why I left the chickens. I don't want this exact spot. That's why I left the chickens, uh, you know, last year. Shamar Bhanina, so I happened to hear the guy. Do you have a sign? Any guy can come along and say, they're those chickens. You need a siman. I have a siman. He's the one well, your chickens turned into goats. And he gave him the goats over there. And those are the goats that brought the wolves between their hordes. Comes Gibran says now another story of one of the rabbis that lived in poverty. The B El Azar bin Pedat the Hika Le Milta Tuba. You read all the stories? Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, said, I couldn't remember. I thought I, I, I was looking at the down and I said, It's Kimara. I forgot. I kept on looking. I, kept, I was confused. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I stood up and said, I don't know where we are. The Hika Le Milta Tuba. He was having a hard time in Pandasar, the Azab al-Fidat. He lived in Aniyut. Abad Milta. Anyway, one day he went to the doctor in order to bloodlet. In those days it was very common practice to bloodlet. After they would bloodlet, they would eat something in order to rejuvenate themselves. He was such a ani, he didn't even have what to eat after the, uh, after the bloodletting. Shakal berad tuma. So he took a clove of garlic. That's all he had. An empty stomach, probably. Empty bloodlet. And he, he ate the garlic. He put it in his mouth. He fainted. And he fell asleep. The rabbis went to see what's going on with the rabbi. He saw in his, in his dream or in his sleep, he was crying and he was smiling. And then they saw like a spark of fire coming off his uh, forehead. His, his face was, uh, was shining. When he woke up, I'm going to let the rabbi say, Rabbi, we noticed something here, we want you to explain it to us. Why were you crying and why were you laughing? He says, in the dream, I was sitting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Amri there, and I told God, I told Borei Olam, what is it going to end my suffering? He lived a hard life, the rabbi. He said, what is it going to end my suffering in this world? He said, my son, El-Azhar, You want me to start the world again from scratch you know maybe the next time around uh, maybe you'll be born in a different mazal panasa is based on a mazal uh, this, this time around your mazal was uh, no panasa you want I reset the whole world and uh, maybe we'll roll the dice and maybe next time you'll, you'll land in a good mazal even though that it's, it's, it's an ifshar it's not a guarantee amre <laughs> lekameh all this and it's still the Ifshar? If all that, it's still maybe? So he says, I'm there. So I told the Kadosh Baruch Hu, Did I live the majority of my life? Or is the majority of my life ahead of me? So he told them, Already the majority of your life is past. 
So already he said, I lived the majority of my life already. Yeah, that's it. I can finish it. Which means, I passed the majority of my life as a tzaddik. And the tradition is, if you pass the majority of your life as a tzaddik, you'll be able to finish it as a tzaddik. So therefore, I'm good. And therefore, I'm not looking to change anything. I'll take my alam and leave it. So, but Allah said, "This is that you said you don't want to turn the whole world around. You're going to get a special reward above what you're going to get. Thirteen rivers of uh, pure uh, balsam uh, oil. the size of the Euphrates rivers, and the Tigris. So you'll benefit." So I told Bode Olam, That's it. That's all I'm getting. I'm suffering over 13 rivers. And the day wasn't happy with the uh, with, with the reward. Which means you have to save something for some, save something for somebody else. What am I gonna give you friends? I'm not looking to take from somebody else. I want to take from somebody that doesn't have. Meaning, give me my own. Uh, I'm not going to take from somebody else over there. Which means, Bode Olam, uh, he has a lot. He doesn't have to take from somebody else to give to me. You have your Otsara Tov, you can give it to me from your own uh, from your own treasure. There's enough to give me, enough to give, there's enough to go around. Mahyan Be'eskutla Aputai. So the Malach took his finger and he... He tapped me on my forehead. And that's where the spark came out. He said, Elazar, my son, Giri bah Giri. Which means, uh, I, I, I shot you with my arrows. <coughs> he says it was a bit of a was making him feel good. Get Omar. He snapped like he snapped and he He made him feel good. He gave him like a little uh, a little joke. Now obviously this case came out, uh, we could spend uh, about a good few hours trying to unravel over here every single line in this Gemara. Mamash, every single line there's there's Torah on it. Uh, we'll just read one piece from the Benish Hai just to get one uh, extra analysis maybe that we didn't hear in the previous years. But it's a uh, it's a big um, it's a big story. So we'll read one over here. <laughs> when he says, look at one line of the Benish, I just so you know the level of the story. When he says he gave him 13 rivers of balsam, this is a deep story. That come from the 13 Yagmidot. So it's not balsam, it's scared. Rahum, Hanun, all that. Anyway, he says, So, uh, God tells uh, 
if we're going to give you all the reward, what's your friend going to get? As well, Hashem doesn't have uh, enough, enough, to, enough to go around. How can we give you everything? Well, your friend's going to get uh, boxed out. endless amount of reward. He has no limitation. And that's what Abiyazar answered him. I'm not asking from somebody that uh, has. I want from you that you can give. And we don't see that God answers him back on this. Which means all he tells God is, I'm not asking to take away from somebody that has. I'm asking to get, you give me from your, uh, uh, well, your, 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 your otzar. She doesn't answer him. What do you do instead? He hit him on the, they snapped him on the forehead. There's certain Sadiqim that had passed away already, and they got their reward in Olam Abba. That's considered his friends. That they also like him, they have great Torah, many mitzvot. So it's going to happen when they start to see that the Bil Azar is getting a greater reward. They're going to start having claims. Hey, what is this guy where he comes and he gets? Uh, we did the same thing that he did. So therefore, it's going to start to create. Why do we get these thirteen rivers? Are we less? If I give you more than this, that's what he says. And what am I going to do to your friends? Which means your friends are going to come down and say, hey, we did the same sitkut over here. Why does he get more? Hashem says, I have to answer them. What should I answer them? Now, what should I give them? How should I answer them when they come with this claim? So therefore he answered him based on what he thought that meant. What am I going to give to your friends? So, he didn't, so he's answering, hey, what do you mean your friends? You can give it to me from your... So you misunderstood what I meant. I'm not, I'm talking about, of course, I know I can give it to you from... I'm worried about their claims that they're going to have against me. Anyway, therefore, he hit him in his head because he's saying, you didn't understand what I told you. You didn't chap. So I gave him a shot in the message. You didn't get what I was saying. You didn't get what I was Wow. He hit him in the head to give him like he didn't think. Think use your brain. Okay, fine. So that's exactly explains a little of that uh, of that exchange. Let's go one more uh, one more story. Rabbi says, Rabbi Hama Bar Hanina Gazat Anita Velo Atam Mitra. So also the rabbi made a Tanit uh, and the rain didn't come. Amru Lev had to be Yeshua ben Levi because that Tanit have a Tamitra. Says, eh, but what do you mean when the Yeshua he makes a Tanit and the rain comes? Amalu ha ana abadi va'eh. Is what you want for me? Am I and the Yeshua is the Yeshua? What are you comparing over here? 
Obviously, he's better than me. He's on a higher level than me. What, what, what are you comparing over there? He says, Amru uh, sort of Hamab Rahina says, Imru go tell me Yoshub and Nevi, then it Let the rabbi come, he'll help us out. If, if he has a shikun to bring the rain, go call him. Then the kaven datin, and we'll have kavanah. If shad the tabres burali bayu, the atemitra could be the sibur will have a broken heart from our tefillot, and uh, God will bring the rains. Ma'on rahame velo atemitra didn't work. Amadehu sort of haimatas the sibur niha lechu shiavo matar b'shvidenu. You agree that the rain should come on our zechut over there, not the zechut of the sibur, zechut of the rabbis. Amadehen yes, we were willing to. Rabbis, you handle it. Amar rakia rakia, kase panayich. Let your face get covered with clouds, cloud coverage. They know it kase. The clouds didn't cover the sky. The amar kama azin penerakia. This this sky over here is brazen. Doesn't listen. It kase matimitra. That's it. Filled up and got the rain. Give musar. Give musar. What do you listen to the rabbis? Levi gazat anitan. Levi made a fast for the rains. Vedo atamitra. The rain didn't come. Amal for Rabbi Noach Olam. Alita veyashavta b'marom. Vehen atam rahim al-banecha. Wow. You went upstairs in the shamayim. You forgot about us. You don't have mercy on your children. Atamitra. But what? The itla. He dislocated his hip. Because he talked uh, like that, so he got uh, dislocated. Amar bil azal the olam aliyati adam devarim kadape mala. A person shouldn't uh, talk like that. Kadape mala shouldn't talk like that. Ultimatums and things like that claims. Shere adam gadol yatidun kadape mala vetla. There was an adam gadol that did this and he got uh, damaged because of it. And who was that? Umanu Levi. Gemara says the agar male. Is that what caused him to become dislocated? Is it? That uh, there was a certain type of bowing that uh, Nevi was showing the Hakamim how to do this bow. It's called Kida. Kida, a person holds himself by his thumbs and he pulls himself up from his, from his waist. He, he thrusts his body up and he puts all the pressure so the pressure is on his thumbs and on his waist so when he showed this type of special bowing like the could anyway what happened it says itla so make up your mind did he get damaged from the story of showing them how to bow or because he spoke words uh, so the Gemara says they both caused it which means when he was putting himself in that position the satan said now he's vulnerable for me to punish him for what he did uh, when he spoke like that that means uh, the satan couldn't uh, go after Levi Stam but once already he saw that he put himself in a precarious situation it was a little easier for the satan to Tanakam already put himself in a little sakana, so therefore he was able to tanakam. So have the garmale. One more story. Bihya balulaini shamainu leanach anane de kamre. He once heard the clouds; they were talking to each other. What do you mean the clouds are talking to each other? The sad, the angels that are controlling the clouds, were talking to each other. 
Vezniitu venitbe maya be'amon u'bo'av. Let's go bring uh, rain, not in Israel, in Amon and Wa'av regions. So, when uh, all the nations of the world were given the option to receive the Torah, they refused. Now you're giving them rain? Give us the rain. And all of a sudden, the rain came in its place. The Torah is compared to rain. We accepted the Torah, which is compared to rain. They didn't. We continue on the five lines on the bottom. He heard the clouds talking to each other. Let's go give the waters on the lands of Amun and Moab. You gave the Torah, you went to all the nations of the world, and they refused it. Are you giving them the rain? Give the rain over here. So the rain came on its place in Israel. The tzaddik is compared to a tamar, a palm tree. Tamar, and is compared to a cedar. Im nomar tamar, lamane emar eres. Im nomar eres, lamane emar tamar. What's the connection? Why is it called eres and tamar? Ilu ne emar tamar, if you just were to compare it to the dates. Velo ne emar eres, haiti omer ma tamar. En gizom mahlif. Which means if you cut the date tree, it doesn't grow back. So Av Sadiq Hasbun Shalom engages on Mahlif. So Av thought also Hasbun Shalom the Sadiq, he has no memory, which means maybe he doesn't come up for Tahiyat Ameti. See the tree regenerates. The Sadiq even if he dies, he comes back. Cut him down, he comes back. Tahiyat Ameti. Just like the Eres, it's fruitless. So Av Sadiq Hasbun Shalom engages on Perot. Now she says, "En noschad laatid." Maybe doesn't have a reward in the future. The chechneimar tamar. What? Vneimar eres. It says both. That he has tachayat amitim and he has chal laolam abba. The eres gizom machlif. You tell me that the seed would regenerate itself. You cut it, it grows back. If you're going to buy a tree from your friend lakutz for the wood, you want to cut it. So Macbihom and a Karkatef, you have to leave you have to leave a tefah in the ground so it'll regenerate. You don't want to ruin the guy's tree. Yeah, take uh, t- uh, the tree but leave a tefah in the ground so it grows back. Because it Bisadana Shikma is a type of tree. Shnitafah, you have to leave two tefahim in the ground. Bit bitulata shikma shoshatafahim. When it comes to reeds and uh, grapevines, then a pikakul mala. Pikak is like a knot, it has a knot uh, in the ground like it looks like a knot. So you have to leave at least one knot in the ground. But when it comes to cedar trees and the palm trees, you can go all the way to the bottom. Go all the way to the roots. Why? Because anyway, it's not going to grow back. So therefore you see what over here, that the cedar tree doesn't grow back.
Ah, that which we said over here that it doesn't grow back is talking about Sharmine Arazim. And what was uh, the statement over there that we said above that it does grow back? That's the special areas, maybe Arazel Lebanon, special type of uh, special type of tree. So the Gemara says, There's ten different types of cedar trees. When a pasuk over there lists ten different names, um, Rashi says. Uh, and then the pasuk list, I think, seven. So you short three. So that she says, there's uh, three more: alonim, almonim, and almogim. So he decreed thirteen fasts. That's the maximum. So the sibur was leaving the bet That's it. Did you prepare your, your graves? Because that's it, there's no, there's no rain, there's going to be a famine. Ga'u kod am p'chiyah v'iradu g'shamim. They cried, and God answered them, and it rained. Shuv ma'asim v'rabid e'ezra shadu v'fnat ba'av amar asim v'arba berachot. He said the 24 berachot, as part of the tefillah v'lo ne'ena. Yerad b'akiva harav amar abinu malkinu e'nanu melechida ata. Abinu malkinu l'manach rahim adenu. He said to abinu malkinus v'yadu g'shamim. So the rabbi started to murmur. That what? Rabbi Akiva is greater than Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer is praying and nothing happens. Rabbi Akiva goes up to him right away. It's not because this one's greater than this one. That one foregoes his, uh, his midot. He stands by the side of his midot, which means he's foregoing, he's forgiving. And one is not. What does that mean? That means more to be there. It was more strict with the people. Only that adin. Not that it was a weakness. He just dealt with the people in a strict way. So God acts to you the way you act to the people. Whereas the Akiva was more uh, easy with the people, let's say, or forgiving. So therefore, Borei Olam acts in the same way to the Akiva. He held the Rebbe. That that's the, you're supposed to be strict with the people. He held that uh, you have to act on midat adin. So therefore, the actor is midat adin, and uh, the same same way with Rabbi Akiva, he was ma'avira midotav. So therefore, ma'avira midotav. Terubanan, what about you? Again, you're doing a simple poskim mitanitam. How much does it have to rain when we consider we were answered, and then we stop fasting? We keep on saying, if it rains, and then we don't have to fast anymore. How much rain? Kemlo berech amachlisha. So, deep enough, when you plow, the blade of the plow, already water reaches uh, to that level. On dry land, tefah. A tefah deep. The beronita mediocre land, tefahayim. Ba'avoda, and on soft land, sheloshat tefahayim. So basically, the heart of the land so the less deep, because a lot has to fall on dry land for it to get even a tefah. Um, on soft land, it has to go deeper, because already it goes deep very quickly. So if you need more. So the softer the land, the deeper it has to go. The harder the land, the less. But it's, the, the concept is, is that uh, it's a shi'ud of, uh, of a tefah. But a tefah probably in, in dry is two tefahim in benonit and three tefahim in soft. For every tefah 
of rain that goes in the ground, three tefachim come from the bottom up. There's water underneath the ground. So the waters underneath the ground rise up. For every tefah that the rain goes in, the waters underneath the ground rise up uh, three tefahim to greet it. Ah, uh, it says that the waters underneath the ground rise up two tefahim, not three tefahim. So it depends what uh, which means um, yeah, like I like explained it. So the Bible says in the right column. That means on the soft land, a tefah going in is not a lot. Because it's soft. So therefore, a tefah going deep is not a lot in Abuda. So therefore, a tefah in Abuda in soft land, only tefahim will rise up. That which we said that when a tefah goes into land and three tefahim rise up, that's on dry land, which is a significant amount for a tefah to go into dry land. So therefore, that's why three tefahim go up. Amar Bilazar. When they make the sukhamayim on sukkot, the uh, waters that are uh, on the tehom on the earth, they say to each other, Let's uh, spring our waters. Our waters should spring up. I hear the voice of my two friends, the Nisukhayayin and Nisukhamayim. Shana Imar, Tehom el Tehom Kore, the Kosen Norecha. The word is the Kiilu, they hear the, uh, they hear the, Nisukhamayim and Yayin. So that she says, Tehom el Tehom on the second column, third line, Maim el Yonim, Umayim Tachtonim. Aha. Upper waters and the lower waters, they say to each other, Let's spring forth. That's the angel that's in charge of the waters. Which he says, I don't know, I thought there's no angel for the malachi, for, 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 the, for the rain. I thought that's one of the keys that a Kadosh Baruch Hu holds himself. Now you're telling me, I saw this uh, angel called. Ridia, and anyway, it says the middle egla. It looks like a calf. Who persasev that the lips are split? The kaima ben teumat taale teumat stands over the ukianus, over the over the oceanus, between the upper waters and the lower waters. The teumat, the teumat ben teumat, the kaima ben teumat taale teumat la. To the upper waters, he says, Pour, Spill your waters. To the waters that are beneath, Let your waters spring forth up. What is this Pasuk talking about? That's talking about the buds. The buds have been seen on the trees. What's it have to do with this story? When we make nisuchah ma'im on the hag, shen nisuchim nid uba'aris. Aha, and it's a nim nid uba'aris. When the nisuchim are seen on the land, meaning nisuchah ma'im, she'en ba'im ela mishanah la'haverta. They only come from year to year, like a tree that buds from year to year. So a nitzanim, 
They're just like the nits, the nets of a tree buds once a year. Nisuka mayim comes once a year. Kenet zeshinu yotzeila mishana l'shanav. The eta zamir egiya zemirot the hag. When we have the zemirot of the hag, eta zamir. As kol ator, the call of the of the ox. That's Rija. Rija looks like an ox. So kol ator nishma be'artzenu. Madach domel shor targum shor tor. So that's it. So how are we going to answer it? Yeah. I thought Tosfot answered that right on the beginning of the... Uh, yeah, Hashem has the key to whether it goes turns on and off, but to fulfill it, the BDS there. Uh, yeah. What did Tosfot say over here? What did Tosfot say over here? What did Tosfot Okay, that we said uh, temporarily. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not given to them permanently, but it's still given to. It's still given to this malach. Is the malach that's in charge of it? Let's see if somebody asked this question. Why do they have? Why do they give it to a to a, to an angel bichlal? No, it doesn't ask it over here. Is that something? And he's placed in charge, but his role is limited. Uh huh. Oh, he makes declarations, but he's in control. Okay, so that's it. Very good. That's Benish High. Good. You have to say something like that. That the God has the full control with the key. The, he has the key. Okay, continue. Okay, so we said Hayumitani we had Gishim Kudim and it's a Hamatanabanan. Hayumitani they were fasting for the rains. We have the Gishim Kudim and it's a Haman before Nets the rain came down. So they didn't even start fasting yet. Uh, but started raining. So that's it. They don't, have to, they don't have to continue the fast. The fast is off. The hot in but if it starts to rain after Netzahama, Yeshlimu. Once they started from after Netz, they have to finish the fast. Here's a different cutoff point. If it rains before Hatzot, you don't have to finish the fast. The hot Hatzot, Yeshlimu. Wow. He says, Kodem Techaot. It's three o'clock. Because <coughs> that's you see, kings don't eat until Tetchaot. So you see that there's some people that the fast is not noticeable until Tetchaot, because the kings don't eat they wake up they wake up at three hours in the day and they don't eat till six hours after they wake up. So therefore for kings until Tetchaot it's not even noticeable that they're fasting. So they until Tetchaot if it rains, you're good. You don't have to continue. Once it's Tetchaot, that's already considered a fast. Sheken matzinu ba'achab menech Yisrael. Ahab, the king of Israel, shit'ana metetchaot ul-ma'la. That was... The king eats late, yeah. He sleeps, gets up late, and he does... Uh, yeah. He's fasting every day till 3 o'clock. The kings have a different system. Shene'emar, hara'ita, ki nechna'ahab. That was the story of Ahab when he took the field of Navot, his neighbor. Prophet came to Miliyahu Nabi and said, What did you do? Aratzahta, Gam Yarashta, you killed the guy, you took his field, and Boreolam is very angry at you. 
and when he heard all the curses that the Navi gave him, it was it was in three o'clock. So he decided to fast. So the pasuk says that God tells the Navi, "Did you see Ahav humbled himself?" So you see that even though he only uh, fasted from three o'clock on, it was considered already a fast. So you see that from that time on is considered a significant time for the Ta'anit. Look at Rashi. Rashi is uh, Sheken Matsinu. It's a lot of water over here. Sheken Matsinu. Kilomat. She'en lecha adam ba'olam she'en ta'anit chal alav metesha sha'od vayel. Which means nine o'clock, or three, nine hours a day is the cut-off point for everybody. By, 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 by tesha sha'od, everybody already has eaten. Afilu b'nei menachim sh'dalkam nechok betet sha'od. Sha'ad gimel sha'od hem yishinim v'mitotem. They sleep until three hours. They wait six hours and they eat. Because Till when the normal time he would normally eat. That day that he went into the field of Navot to take his field. You killed the guy and you took his field. The dogs are going to lick your blood. Okay. He declared a fast day, and it rained after nets. Sabar l'shlominu, so the people wanted to finish the fast. Amaleh Rabbi Ameh kodem chatzot var chatzot chaninu. The cutoff point is chatzot, so you don't have to fast. As long as it rained before chatzot, you're okay. Shmuel Katan gazatanita. So Shmuel Katan he declared a fast. V'yadu the Gushem kodem netzahama. Same thing. They declared it to start to rain before nets. Kasburi ma'am lomar shibchoshu siburu. So the people said, wow, what a compliment to the Sibur. Baruch Hashem, it rained even before we uh, we had the fest. It means it's a compliment. Eved asks for a reward from his master. So the master said, do me a favor, give it to him. I don't even want to hear his voice, just give it to the guy. So God doesn't even want to hear us praying today. He just give it to him, I don't want to hear the guy's voice. So that's not a, that's not a shiva that it came... Before nets, right after the fast was over, time, boom. So the people said, the We prayed the whole day. Right at sunset, the rains came. It's also not the shema of the sibur. Why? The Evid is asking for a prize, a prize. Let him suffer a little. And only after he finishes suffering, we'll give it to him. So, yeah, made you suffer holder, then he gave it to you. So, the Gemara asked the obvious question. So, then what's Shivchos Shil Sibur then? Give me a case where you can tell the Sibur, to your credit. 
זה אומר, אז איך ידע מאמר משיב? אני אומר, אמר משיב הרוע ולא שחפסיקה. אמר מוריד הגשם ואתה מטרף. ביי, on the spot. משיב הרוע, בום. מוריד הגשם, that's cool ששם עשיבוי. No delay. מעשה וגז הוא תענית בלוד. So what was the story of it? They made a תענית בלוד. And then the rains came. They went, they ate, they came back after they ate. Like we said before Hatzot, let's say. And then in the afternoon they came back to Sir Halil Gadol. For Sir Halil Gadol, Udul Eloheim, Kila Mazdo, right? The 26th, she says Halil Gadol, Udul Eloheim, Kila Mazdo. And why did they say that one? Because at the end of that one it says, Noten Lechem Nechol Basar. When God brought the rains, it's Noten Lechem. So the question of the Gemara is, Venem Halil Me'ikara. Why didn't they say Halil right away? Why did they go home and eat and come back? And say Halil Gadol. Say Halil Gadol the second it started to rain. Amar Abayi Abayi Verabad Dami Talmai Udefi Shenom Lim Halil Ela Al Nefesh Sebeah. Oh, you can only say this Halil on a full stomach. The Keres Medeah because no Tenei Halachol Bazar. So it's not kavod to say this chapter. No Tenei Halachol Bazar and you're starving. So they went up to eat. Ah, Ini Vada Papai Klan Abek Nishtada Abek Gubar. וגזת תעניתה, same story, we made a fast, ויד לגשמים עד חצות, it rained before חצות, ואמר הלל, ואחר כך אכלו ושתו. They did it reversed. They said the הלל first. So he says, שאני ביניהם מחוזת השכחי בו שכרות. These guys get drunk, usually. So therefore, if you let them go home and eat and drink, they're going to get drunk, they're not going to come back to say the הלל. So they say, I let them say the הלל first. And we have a problem, because we say the הלל every Shabbat on empty stomach. Shabbat morning, don't we say Udul Eloah Eloim Kila Mazdor Oten Sabaru Shemar? We didn't eat yet. I told you not to say this. This is more an empty stomach. Tosfot's question. Tosfot says, "Olachi Ayu Amurim Halel Gadol Kadam Shuchlu Viyishtu." With Pesuket the Zimra, no Hagim no Mas Shachrit. No problem. Vedafka with Pesuket the Zimra Kadam Atefila, but Bshat Tefila, En Amurim Oto. אלא בנפש סביעה ובכרס מלאה. זאת אומרת, בין פסוקי דזמרה, זה אוקיי. תדעו את בשעת תפילה, שזה later on, then already it's got to be done in a... תוספות already gets out of it for us. דרן עלך, סדר תעניות אלו.